I love that music. What's up? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Craig back here. Uh, this is TNC Unleashed. Y'all know what it is, man. It's just me. I'm still waiting on uh, Tony to get back, but um, I, I had to put I had to put one out. But you know, I was actually um, it's actually peer pressure to put one out. Um, not even peer pressure. It was a pressure from a young kid. Uh, <laughs> shout out to um, shout out to William, a uh, guy I work with. Uh, he was he he's been listening to the pod lately, and uh, he, he was he was feeling it, and he was like, "Man, when are you gonna put out another one?" I was like, "Man, you know, I you know, I've, I've been trying to like keep some sort of uh, consistency going, but with my with you know without my guy without my guy Tony doing it all the time, it's not really the same." He's like, "Man, you gotta keep going. You gotta put one out, man. He, you know, he's the Twitch guy, so you know he knows about content and putting it out and trying to stay consistent." So. He, he, you know, I, I, I pre shout out to William. I appreciate you, uh, putting the battery in my back as long, along with my wife. She was like, just, man, just put one, just put one out. Keep it going. Um, but shout out to definitely you two for, uh, for, for keeping me going and, and, and keeping another pod out. Now, um, I want to catch up on some things, man, while I'm here. Uh, it's going to be a, a quicker pod than normal. Uh, first of all, cause it's just me and, uh, cause and, you know, it's kind of weird. I'm, I'm just talking to myself in my basement. That's weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm talking to you guys. You guys, you you guys are the ones that I'm that I'm talking to. But um, it does feel weird when it's just me and uh, I'm staring at a at a wall and I'm speaking right into a. It's 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 weird. It's a weird feeling. But um, it it, it feels good to be expressing my sports opinions to someone other than my the inside of my brain. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but um, let's 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 what what's been going on in the past couple of weeks, man? You know what? Let's talk some NBA. I definitely want to start out with the Lakers. Um, man, the Lakers, man. I'm a t- psych. I'm just playing. They suck. <laughs> oh, they ain't starting with no Lakers, man. <laughs> you gotta love all the sports uh, shows that start off uh, with a team that is horrible even though there's plenty of other things going on in the league that uh matter way more than that um man let's talk about the nets and the sixers man it was a big trade i mean uh unless you've been living under a rock uh you heard about uh this huge trade with uh james harden um heading to uh the sixers and ben simmons heading to the nets with you know and some some other things some other trades in 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 between but those are the two uh big people that got traded now James Harden made his debut. He's played a couple games for the Nets, and I gotta say, it, it's you know. And you know what? If you've listened to uh, if you've listened to me and Tony talk about the NBA, um, you know how I feel about um, you know how I feel about James Harden and and Joel Embiid as players. I've actually individually, as players, have both I've both said about them on this pod that I don't. Just I don't care for either one of their games. I I don't. They they're both separately very boring to watch to me. Uh, jo- Joel Embiid is a big troll. You know he talks a lot. Of, he's, he's like seven feet, but he's talking trash to like a guy who's six two. It's weird. You know he falls all the time. He flops. You know what I mean. <laughs> Every time he leaves his feet, he fall. He doesn't land on his. He never lands on his feet. He falls to the ground. It's the weirdest thing. He's so uncoordinated and strange. Um. Also, James Harden 
very effective game, just not a very beautiful game. You know, he dribbles a lot, uh, steps back and shoots. You know, it's not like the aesthetic of his game is nothing that, uh, that I love, but a very effective game. But, oh, boy, those two playing together, wow. <laughs> it's like music. I don't know what's going on, man. Well, I do know what's going on. Um, I'll tell you what's going on. James Harden is a 137 times better basketball player than Ben Simmons. That's that's just the long and short of it. it, it it's funny because all, all Joel Embiid really needed was a capable scoring point guard, just a point guard that can create space and set him up and also – Shoot when he's open and shoot and shoot effectively and make free throw. That's that's all he needed. But what he got was one of the greatest scoring playmakers in the history of basketball. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he got. And I'm glad we can put that to bed, that James Harden is a better player than Ben Simmons. And I'll tell you what, James Harden's also a much, much, much better player than Kyrie Irving. Oh, hit the air horn. Hit the air horn there. Yes, I, I, you damn right I said it. Much better player than Kyrie Irving. Um, now, Kyrie is the more fun player to watch. That's, there's no question about that. That's not even a – Kyrie is one of the most entertaining players that we've ever had in the NBA. But James Harden's much more effective. He's much more reliable when he's, when he's playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just, he's, just a, he's just a better player. Uh than Kyrie he just is and I, I'm I'm very happy um for James Harden and and I'm very happy for Sixers fans because now the Sixers matter you know what I mean as far as not as far as getting out of the second round they'll actually do it this time you know what I mean they'll be in the Easter Conference Finals waiting on somebody and it's going to be interesting to see who it is I, I just thought I just don't see in the playoffs there's there's too many options now you know, and obviously, um, production has been an issue for both of these guys. Oh, well, we'll see what happens when it's in the playoffs. But but now you can't double both of them. James Harden by himself is an easy guard in the playoffs. Is an easy guard by himself. But James Harden with Joel Embiid—that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's gonna be tough, especially when the game slows down. You can get a bucket. That's that's my my theory about playoffs. Is the last four minutes of a game. The last four minutes, who can get a bucket when everything's broken down? And they, the other team knows all of your sets. You guys have been playing five and six games in a row. They know everything you're going to do. Who can get a basket? And you have two guys that can get a basket. So you, you can't double them. They can run the pick and roll. James can score off the pick and roll. You can't go under it anymore. You can't, you can't cheat the screen anymore because James is going to stop there and hit it. Now, now you got a guy that can not only pick and pop, but he can roll to the basket. He, I mean, Joel Embiid, there's not very many weaknesses in his game. He can hit free throws, so you, you can't follow him, but you're you're gonna have to follow him. You know what I mean? Unless you want him to dunk all night. So, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a really, really great, great dichotomy to see those two together in a playoff situation. I I, I can't wait for that. I'm gonna enjoy the games we have now. But, man, when the playoffs start, that's going to be fun. That is going to be very fun. Um, and as for the Nets, <sighs> um, yeah, w- obviously, New York, they're doing Kyrie dirty. Uh, but, I mean, he could, he could always just take the vaccine. So that's, that's on him. I, I don't, you know, it, it, it's, it's on him. He doesn't have to take the vaccine. But he can't sit there and act like he wants to uh, 
Like it's that's why. Why do you think James Harden left anyway? He went all in. He sacrificed his reputation to force his way out of Houston. He gets he, he gets up to New York, and Kyrie's not in. He's not in. He's not locked in. So now he's out of shape. He, you know, he's still hurt. The guy's still hurt, and you know it's it's going to be up to him and, uh, and and KD to carry the team when that's not the team that he thought he was getting. He thought he was getting the three of them, and it, it's 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 tough. It's tough, and you got Ben Simmons and you got Kyrie coming now. Ben Simmons is also another great fit. Whenever he's going to play, I don't know when he's going to play. Is he going to play? You know what I mean? He's going to be a great fit, but he's going to be a great fit when he gets on the court. Uh, you got a bunch of guys that you know, on a basketball team that just haven't played very much basketball and who don't play very much basketball. I, it's, you know, I, I hate to be like some hot take dude. You know, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not trying to hot take this to death, but I, how, what are you going to do with the guys that are very reliable? Ky- Kyrie has proven to not be very reliable over an 82 game or, or however long a season is stretch. He just, Outside of outside of the finals run with LeBron James, the one because he got hit, hurt the year before, uh, whether whether it's injuries or disinterest, he hasn't been there. So what do you what can you expect? That's why when I hear people all oh, just wait on the Nets, if the Nets this, if the Nets that, if what? What do you mean if? It, it, Kyrie's been a, in a perpetual if. Since the 2016 finals. Just if, 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 if. If he can do this, if he can get his game going, if he can lead his own team, it, it, it's, it's been the same thing for, oh, man, six, six years now. It's been a while. Kyrie's 30, what, 30, 31 now? It, it, it's, it's been a while now, and he's not going to get younger, and he's, he's not going to get taller. He's still gonna be a you know six one six two guard, uh, an aging six two guard. Um, Kevin Durant is hurt, and he's getting hurt more often now than than not. The the Nets are not gonna be a factor in these playoffs. It's gonna be fun to imagine them being a factor. It's gonna be fun to hope that they become a factor. But when it comes to the Heat, when it comes to the Bucks, when it comes to the 76ers, they're they're not gonna factor into that. They're going to lose to one of them, and it's going to be out, out of those three who's going to get to the finals. It, it, that's, that's just the long and short of it. That's Now, I was taking that position on the Sixers, but they, they got James Harden now along with Joel Embiid. It, it's, it's, a, it's actually a great it, – it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect. I know people are, you know, people are jumping out the window saying like Shaq, Kobe, and all this other kind of stuff. But they, but it's a great fit. It is because James Harden and shout out to um, I you know I don't I'm not I actually don't shout out Daryl Moore. I don't like Daryl Moore, but not getting rid of uh, Maxi in the trade, they got to keep Maxi. Oh my gosh! Now they got now they can spread the floor. It, 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 I mean, they, it's a super team. All of a sudden, they went from Joel Embiid and guys to a super team. O- almost overnight. That's It's going to be a very fun team to watch. I cannot wait to see how that shakes out um, in a playoff setting. I, I, I can't 
wait for that. Um, we saw Chris Paul is hurt now. Um, that's going to be a tough thing because he's going to come back healthy and ready to go. The Suns are going to be just fine uh, heading into the playoffs. But last year we saw, I believe, maybe one of the biggest anomalies that we've seen in basketball, and that was Chris Paul making a complete run through the playoffs into June. And in July, I, I, the finals went late. I mean, he, he played. And I don't know. I, I just I don't know if we are going to see that again. I, you know, because they, they need Chris, they need need Chris Paul to make this run again the Suns do and they're they're a very very good team. They're a very good basketball. They're, they seem they seem like they're a little better than they were last year even without DeAndre Ayton for most of the year. They've gotten they've gotten better. But Paul needs to be there. CP3 needs to be there and it is it's, it's like a snowball effect when, when like with Chris Paul and uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, guys like that. When they when when they tweak something, it kind of it doesn't really go away. You know what I mean? It just kind of you know what I mean. Something it kind of comes back. So I I just uh, that's that's gonna be I I you know I, I hope they get a, a fair shake at trying to defend their uh, Western Conference championship. Um, of course, you got the Warriors. Uh, you got the Jazz been playing well. The Jazz are always gonna be a factor. It's just they play in Salt Lake City, so no, no one, literally no one. You know what the funny thing about the NBA is? The NBA is so weird compared to all the other sports. The NBA has franchises in the most randomest. And now you can't say most randomest, but I'm going to say in the most randomest of cities. Salt Lake City, Utah has a professional basketball team. Who the hell? What? <laughs> Who the hell wants to live and play in Salt Lake City, Utah, outside of John Stockton and Carl Malone? Man, Donovan Mitchell has to be counting the days. When is Donovan Mitchell's contract up? He's counting the days. I'm sorry, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City has a team. Oklahoma City has a team. Like, who wants to go? Nobody's going to want to go there. The NBA is so strange to have Orlando, Florida. Orlando, you have a team in Orlando. That's a that's that's Disney World. But you want me to go live in Orlando? No one's gonna give a crap about me. <laughs> in Orlando. Sacramento, California has a team. When when LA is in this direction and San Francisco's in this direction, but we're gonna stick a team in Sacramento. That's wild. How does Rochester not have a team? Look at all these teams. Shout out to shout out to five eight five. How does Rochester not have a team anymore? The banner is still in uh, Blue Cross Arena for the Rochester Royals of nineteen fifty whatever it was fifty what four or fifty six or whatever. They won a championship. Way they they actually that's the Sacramento Kings uh, franchise is the Rochester Royals. But we have the banner in Rochester. You guys can't have that banner. That's our banner. But it, how does Rochester not have a team? And all how does Buffalo not have a team? And all of these teams, like all these random weird cities, like Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team. You know what I mean? But uh, Sacramento has a team. Shout out to Milwaukee. I ain't going to, I ain't gonna, they, you know, they had a champion. I ain't going to mess with Milwaukee. Milwaukee is actually a nice city. But they just have the most 
New Orleans is a wasteland. The town is a the New Orleans organization, not the town, not the town, not the town, not the city. I love New Orleans, but the organization is awful, 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 awful. I I get everybody's um on Zion's case because he, uh, you got to reach out to your new. Come on, man, don't don't be snubbing guys. But New Orleans, they're not they're not going to do right by him, man. They're not going to. It's not a good organization. It's toxic. Uh, Memphis has a team, Memphis, but they have a great organization. That's the difference between how Ja Morant's career is going and how Zion's career is going. Because Ja Morant's has some injury questions, but he's got support. He's got the support of a great organization that tries to build. They haven't, you know, built a championship team yet, but they have ever since we ever since the grit and grind days with Mark Gasol and uh, Zach Randolph and Conley, they've built competitive organizations and people have liked playing there. You know what I mean? And, and, and But we, you can't say the same about New Orleans. Everybody's trying to get the hell out of there. And at, at, at this point, I think Zion, if Zion's going to have any semblance of a, a career, I think he's got to get out of there. He has to. He has to. They're not going to trade him, of course. You can't trade your number one, your number one overall pick. You know what I mean? They have to feel like, okay, if it's gonna work, it's gonna work in New Orleans. But Zion's like, man, if y'all don't get me up out of here, man, <laughs> I, I really hope, uh, I really hope the kid can uh, get the surgeries he needs to get and and remain healthy. It's just his body, almost his body is almost like a. I don't want to say a prison, but it's like a detriment to his game because his athleticism and his body combined. It just then not that it doesn't match, but, you know, it's almost like he can't handle it. You know what I mean? And we've seen like these anomalies like LeBron James, who's six, eight and. Three hundred pounds, like, you know, what I mean? LeBron James is a large person, but I, for, for whatever reason, his bone structure or whatever science or the grace of God, he has avoided all major injuries until very late into his career. He played 16, 17 healthy seasons. That that's, that's insane for a guy of his athleticism and his size. Shaquille O'Neal is that's um, Shaquille O'Neal is a miracle. He's a modern miracle. That's like how, how's a guy seven foot one, 350 pounds can, with feet like a ballerina, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can move up and down the court like is well. We've seen his feet now because he decides to show them on TNT, and there it's we've seen the wear and tear. But for him to be able to stay healthy as long as he did, and with the style of game he played, and we've seen so many centers. We've seen Bill Walton. We've seen. At least he was able to have a career. We've seen Greg Oden. We've seen Yao Ming. Guys, big guys, and their bodies fail them much earlier than Shaquille O'Neal, who was able to have a Hall of Fame top 75 career. That, that's, that's, that's amazing to me um, that, that, that was, that's been able to happen. Um, I, I feel bad about – I don't feel bad about the uh, – Lakers situation because they did win a championship. LeBron went to L.A. and did what he said he was going to do. He's going to win a championship in L.A. 
this is part of the process uh, when you're trying to frantically put a team together. That's just been LeBron James has one of the most interesting and fascinating stories in the history of sport. And part of it is after leaving Cleveland initially, they every every team has just been busting their ass to put something around him. Some teams are better at it than most, and it's just it's been a, it's been a tough struggle to just get a team put around him. I know everybody, you know, he does have he does he probably does have a say in what he what gets put here and there, but the reason he has such a say is because when he didn't in Cleveland, they put garbage around him. Like no one will ever understand the teams that he had to win with in Cleveland of his first seven years in the NBA. No one will, no one will ever understand that. People understand, people get it now, but when, when you look back on it and you see the first seven years of his career and what he had to work with, it, it's, asti- it's unbelievable. It's astounding. But that's created this situation where he always feels like he has to be the one to build it up. And, you know, it just doesn't work. None, none of it works. I was talking to, talking to Tony at the beginning of the year. This will be the first time I don't pick LeBron to make the finals because it none of this works. It doesn't work. It's a, it's a, it's a horrible look. It's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, Now, there's a lot of LeBron haters. I see it on Twitter all the time that begrudge LeBron because he's scoring because he's putting the ball in the basket, you know, because there's a record to break. He's just playing for the record. So there's a record to be broken. Like, what do records are meant to be broken? What's the point of basketball? You put the ball in the basket, right? He's one of the greatest people to ever put a ball in a basket. So he's going to do that until the record gets broken. I don't like, what, like, what, are, you, what are y'all talking about? Like, <laughs> like, it's just one more thing to, like, like criticize LeBron about. He's scoring too much why is he scoring <laughs> what I go oh, shut up would you <laughs> there's there are records to be broken here there are there are things that need to be done before LeBron's career is over and he's gonna do them whether he plays on a good team or a crappy team like I don't like what do you like <laughs> you guys can spend all of your time wait go ahead and waste your time criticizing Zubarak because he's gonna be gone <laughs> he's gonna be gone and all you're gonna have is his highlights and his records and you're gonna be telling your grandkids about him uh but you which but you'll conveniently forget the part that you hated on him for this entire career but i know i know and you know <laughs> shout out to lebron uh don't shout out non shout out to the rest of the lakers they suck um that's the NBA for me right now. Um, NFL, yeah. I mean, shout out to the, I never shouted out the Rams for winning at all. Shout out to the Rams. Shout out to Odell Beckham for getting it done um, before he got hurt. Man, he, he he looked like he was on the way to having a special game that night. And uh, and the, the guy's knee gave out. But if his knee was going to give out, I'm glad that they were. he was able to get his way out of because his knee, all his knee was gonna, his knee was gonna give out in Cleveland, and that would have been the saddest story in the history. Um, I'm just, I'm glad he was able to finish a season, and 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 finish a season with a Super Bowl. That's like a fair. That's like, man, you talk some. That's some fairy tale stuff. Like his dad gets him out of Cleveland, and he he gets to L.A. and you know he played well, and he played he made big catches. They don't they don't get to the Super Bowl without Odell Beckham. 
Shout out to Odell. Shout out to Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup dominated this this season. It was great numbers. Um, an all time great season. Um, shout out to um my old manager, uh, Zach, big Rams fan. And I remember this was a couple years ago. Man, nobody talks about Cooper Cup, man. Why don't they talk about Cooper Cup enough? I'm like, well, I mean, no, he's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, no, he's he's great. He's going to be, and hey, every time I saw him make a big touchdown catch, I thought of him. So definitely, um, uh, man, Aaron Donald kind of stamped his, uh, his, his, his name among the great all-time uh, defensive linemen. Uh, he, he's definitely in the, that all-time pantheon of defensive linemen. The Lawrence Taylor deal, like the greatest defender of all time, um, that talk is a little, come on. Uh, Aaron Donald dominated a game. Lawrence Taylor changed the way the game is played. There's, there's a difference. There, there's, there's a difference. That, that, that's why I will hold Lawrence Taylor up among the great football players who have ever played. Um, it, you know, when I think of the great all-time players, I don't think of guys that can just throw a ball really well or that won a lot. I think the guys that left an effect on the game that'll be felt forever. And Lawrence Taylor is almost at pretty much at the head of that list. Like they don't they like they, they literally they, they he literally changed the style of which football is played. That that's the, you know, people not a lot of people are just doing that. You know what I mean? So uh that that's that's a big thing uh to me. But Aaron Donald is going to be in the like top twenty to thirty football players of all time. There's no question about that. I just don't think I'll put him ahead of Lawrence. Um, as far as the Bengals are concerned, um, take a good look. That might be the last you ever see of them. Um, <laughs> might be the last you ever see the Bengals. Um, and I'm not hating on the Bengals. I just, you know, I love Joe Burrow's game so much. And we we were talking about me and Tony always talking about how we like Joe Burrow and you know like Justin Herbert is like has the, all the tools to be a great player but Joe Burrow just has something that you just don't see every day like it's 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 not something you can't it's that intangible thing that you can't really you can't really quantify you don't really know what it is but he has it and that's one of the weird things about football is you can't measure everything by throwing and running and how fast you're. it's just something like he has that but. He also has a, one of the weakest organizations in the NFL, and it was a it was a complete nine different miracles needed to happen for them to get to the Super Bowl, and those nine miracles can't happen again without them shoring up their football team. And I don't think they they're too cheap, they're too cheap, they're too poorly run. Joe Burrow's gonna be running for his life again, and I I don't know, man. I don't I don't I, I like. They could go ten and seven maybe next year, but I, like I, they they're gonna struggle. I, it I, that's that's a hot take for me, but I think that they're gonna struggle. Um, I don't really care what Aaron Rodgers does all summer. I I don't. I I I I want to try and pretend to put something together here, but I'm not going to because I don't. He doesn't have any leverage. He can't force his way out of Green Bay. He's gonna talk like he can, and the media is gonna talk like he can't force his way out of Green Bay. He's trapped. You're trapped. Unless Green Bay, if Green Bay wants to trade you, they will. If they don't, guess where? Guess where you'll be next year? Green Bay. Now shut up and play football. <laughs> I sound like I sound like uh, I sound like them dudes. <laughs> shut up and dribble. That's who I sound like? Laura Ingram. No, <laughs> no, for real. Aaron Rodgers, be quiet. Um, 
<laughs> but man, I was able to make it to 30 minutes. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for me. I think I'll cut it off there. I'll quit while I'm ahead. Man, shout out to um, everybody that loves this pod. And, you know, I, I we'll, we'll get it figured out here pretty soon. Um, me and Tony will uh, vibe back on the pod once again. Um, shout out to Tony. I love you, buddy. Um, we'll get we'll get it back going uh, as soon as possible. But um, I, I appreciate you guys for listening to me again. And, uh, man, we're going to hit the music and get up out of here because I'm, I'm going to be late for work at this point. I'm going to be late. But um, it's, it's okay. It's a, don't worry about it. No, don't worry about it. I don't, you know, it's, it's all right. But um, <laughs> make sure you like, share, and subscribe. You guys know what to do. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you hit us up with that five-star rating and um, leave a great review for us there. Um, SoundCloud.com slash TNC Unleashed. We're also on Facebook. Facebook.com slash TNC Unleashed. Um, leave leave a like on that page as well. Um, you can follow me at it's always Craig on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, but until next time, like my man Tony always says, he says to stay loyal. So make sure you do that. Stay loyal. It's TNC Unleashed. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Thank you.